Welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You got Eric, Sean, Jacob's not here. Jacob, and this is John. That's John. Yeah, <laughs> no more Jacob. So where is Jacob? He is officially in Rome. I've tracked him on Find My Friends. You still have him on Find My Friends? No, he just gave it to me, dude. Nice. He finally gave in. It was a very <laughs> cool moment when I got. I think the that's one of the that's one of the weirdest apps. Like, uh, yeah, that is scary. I used to hate it, and then. Just people would track me, and then now the, uh-huh. the roles. Yes. Well, the times you're like, "Hey, man, nah, like I'm busy." Yeah, right? yeah, and then yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. They're like, "They're just sitting at your house." Like, I'm like, hey. <laughs> but why are you at your house? <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, it's like, aren't you at, aren't you at your girlfriend's house? Oh, yeah, that's right. You gotta like make sure to put it in airplane mode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pause it. World of technology. <laughs> this is yeah. That's kind of scary. That is like, very laugh, scary. But uh-huh. Even like I mean, Snapchat, all of that. Oh, I forgot that has that feature. There's probably a camera watching us in the mm-hmm. computer right now. Every room you go into. Uh-huh. If you go on Google Maps, you can see where you've been. Like, what? Throughout the day. What? Yeah, it literally, it collects all of that data. Dude, I want to throw my phone out. <laughs> no. I, no, I, I got in my car and I turned it on and then my smartwatch was like, it takes six minutes to get home. Take this route. And I'm like... How do you know I'm in my car? Like, no, I just what time is it? What's happening? Siri? <laughs> what? Something called Siri? Oh, Siri. Do you guys use the Do you guys use the English woman's voice or the British like the guy's voice? I've never used Siri once. Really? I paid for it in high school. When you, you could get the six. Yeah, X. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, wait, you paid for Siri? You, it's a hundred bucks extra to get like the six versus the six X. Yeah. Oh, is the S, S Siri? Is that what X. that means? Yeah. S wait, the six S means Siri? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's lame. I wish I got a six then instead of a six S. I know, and I've never used Siri. No. Yeah. Yeah, Siri is. Just <clears throat> I mean, I've actually. I, I, I've gone. Been, I've been rock climbing actually, and I just like got to the top, and I just took out my phone, and I was just like. Call Brennan. <laughs> He's now belaying me, and I was like, "Hey, I'm here." <laughs> like, it was really funny. Well, Sean, you have an Alexa here, don't you? Yeah, don't say it too loud. She'll hear you. Wait, oh, wait. Really? Right behind you, dude. That's crazy. What? Kind of scary. Though. Yeah, it is. Listening to your. You can be like Alexa. What's the weather? Oh, she's dumb. Clearly, clearly not yeah. good at Siri. Right? <laughs> no. Amazon, come on. How do they come up with these names? Why couldn't it be like Penelope or? Yeah, Barnabas. Hey, Barnabas. Hey, Barney. <laughs> What's the weather? I wish mean, you could give it a name. Like you could just yeah. like, say it, and then it like, spells it for you. I choose mine to be this one. <laughs> Becomes a Pokemon. So yeah. you were, you served at mass tonight, John? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I I did my altar serving time in prison. I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I I get there early because you know I want to chill out for the day. You know, just let it let yeah. it be yeah. for the Lord, and then mm-hmm. I get He signs me up for some pretty awesome, humiliating, humbling moments. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get there, and this uh, bald priest with alopecia—I guess that's redundant—but he's a hilarious. He's our chaplain. Well, alopecia. Uh huh. And I'm like, yeah, hey Padre, like, hey, what's up, man? I didn't. <laughs> I basically told him. This like, is like the uh, whitest priest I know. Like, yeah, he's yeah. literally. Like, the, what do you mean? Like, he is Padre. Yeah. <laughs> have, yeah, Padre, like, I haven't served in about four months. Can you just cut me some slack? He's like, oh, yes, yes, you just just get me the water and you'll be fine. <laughs> that okay, sounds cool. like a... I just went to the faucet. Just... And I, I walk in and I have no what. I, where do I go? I forget how to ask him. Like, we, we forgot the book. The, you forgot the lecture book? Yeah, we forgot oh the lecture book, so like Mass doesn't start. He's like, go 
grab the book. <laughs> so I walk back out again. I walk in, kind of trip on my alb or whatever they call it, chasuble. I'm sorry to all those. Kazakh? No, no, no. The, the oh, white oh the white the, thing. Whatever the white robe is. I trip on it on the way in and mm-hmm. like laugh at myself. And that during the, when we're setting up for the liturgy of the Eucharist, I forget to go out there and like, I forget to wash his hands. And I'm laughing and like, I think he spilled wine. Like he, he poured, I was kneeling when he, it was a very bad day. <laughs> wow. Wasn't it like, it's like St. Agatha today, right? What, yes. what did he say? Oh, he was, he first, he poured the wine like, cause he poured this, this much. I'm doing a finger gesture and it's about like two inches of wine. And I had almost drink it all. I think I spilled some blood on it. It was a literal Jesus poured out his Just blood for me. Washing, wow, washing you in his blood, man. And then it was Saint uh, Agatha. No, yeah. Agnes today. It was Agatha. No, it was Agatha. No, Agatha. 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 Agatha yeah. Oh well, he confused. I confused them both. And then what did he say again? Uh, we pray for the intercession of the martyr Saint Agnes. I mean Agatha. <laughs> Uh, I love Father Blake though, and he's we had great. a good time. I tripped on my way out again. shorter. There was a certain point, like a certain point where I just kind of laughed at God, like yeah. you know what? Like you I needed laugh this. That's humbling. Yeah. I needed this. Uh, yeah. Twenty-five people uh-huh. who I like. When I was <laughs> when I was Lutheran, um, when you serve, when you like serve for like the service, it's called an acolyte. So yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you like walk down with the candles. And my brother and I, when we were growing up, we used to like do it together all the time. So we'd be like sitting over on the bench and he'd just like punch me. I'd like punch him back. And, like, and we'd look at my mom and she'd be like giving us this glare. Just and we'd be like, <laughs> just there for him, just like holding the candle. Like, just, like, <laughs> I'm always like afraid. Wouldn't you burn your face or like your hair? Because those dudes hold the candle yeah. Like, yeah. inches away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they haven't. Weird, <laughs> I never did it growing up, but I wanted to get into altar serving in Rome. I served growing up. It was so fun. Yeah. Really? I was the thurfer, dude. The thurfer? The The thurfer. The incense guy? Yeah, the incense guy, dude. Like, our goal was to just smoke up the whole (laughs) church. We would be like three coals in, and we're like, dude, get the powder, because it was like, that's the smokiest. Oh my gosh. Jacob's in Rome right now, and then, so uh, when we lived in Rome, we had a chapel in like the building we were staying in. It's beautiful. And the priest would come in and it was just like there was the windows were always closed and it was a pretty small chapel. I would so sweat it was like my it was pants like, off. Dude, I, I read one time and I had to go change before dinner because like <laughs> it was just sweat everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> but like it's like a smoke bomb goes off in there when it's like when they're reading yeah. the gospel and they just want to make it super like traditional right? yeah, really yeah. Which I right? love but yeah. You know, it's 95 degrees. And then they, 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 they would hang it up on the window outside and it would just smoke out for like 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> oh Shout out to Joe McGill, a seminarian from Scotland. Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Joe, Joe McGill. He, when we had, I think it was Cardinal Pell. Uh-huh. A cardinal in the Catholic Church came to this small chapel for us. And Joe McGill brought the thurible up. And, you know, they do like the, or at the beginning of the Mass before yeah. the liturgy starts. And he, like, they're supposed to put in. He just toked that thing up, man. And he dropped it. <laughs> oh, he dropped yeah. all the coals. And Joe starts picking it up with his hand. And he's like, <laughs> he's swearing under his breath. <laughs> swearing right at the altar in front of this oh, no. cardinal. Who, and he's just holding fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then I look at his hands after, and it's beet red. Yeah, and they're yeah. literally, like, he comes next, like, a minute next to him. He's like, that was a mistake. Like, oh, Joe. <laughs> I remember the first time we got dinner with him we were like cause he, so he's a seminarian we were hearing about his like kind of vocation story of like how he got to seminary and he's like I never really wanted to 
But I definitely went in, like, kicking and screaming. But here I am. <laughs> like, this is so funny. Yeah. Like, here yeah. I am. He's like, I'm probably going to be a bishop. They have, like, six seminarians from Dutch country. From, from Glasgow, yeah. Wow. Glasgow, Glasgow. Just the whole country. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, like, he's for sure going to be up there. With his crozier. It's going to be rocking it. <laughs> Good kicking and screaming. Makes me think of Archbishop Hebda. He is... <gasps> The wow. most real archbishop yeah. I've ever met in my life, dude. I went on a the discernment retreat with him. Yeah, let's talk about that. And we just talked for a while, and I'm like, my mom actually baked him biscotti, which is an Italian treat. It's you, like a little cookie. You went yeah. English there, biscotti. It, it means it, biscotti is co- an Italian it's a cookie. cookie. Yeah. Oh, really? So baked, good. Like it's old fashioned biscotti, and I, I brought it up to him. He's like, Oh yes, I still pray about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Big That's guy. so good. Yeah. Oh, and he said he listened. No, he doesn't listen to But Jacob Mischke brought two, like, one of our business cards. Yeah. He just yeah. handed them out, and Hebda was like, we need more evangelization like this. So yeah. he sponsors Sons of Thunder. Oh. Hey, Archbishop Hebda. He sponsors hey. an uh, archdiocesan initiative. It's no longer welcome. Bleed Quick Fix, whatever Jacob's <laughs> sponsor got. Remember that? Alec Quick. when you Bleed Stop. Quick. <laughs> You're almost dead. That was the first time we heard. <laughs> it was so weird. <laughs> he just shares that on the podcast. I'm about sponsors, though. And you just freak out because it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's for old people. Uh, good transition to banter, though. That yes. Was, that was good to get back with Eric. We yes, have... it's been a while. I am I know, I'm was... back. It's been crazy. Got a new job mm. um, into my senior year here. Um, but yeah, let's just jump in. So what I wanted to bring to the table tonight, guys, is... Um, the question of just Christian, like Christian conviction. Um, you know, as I said, I'm entering the last semester of my senior year. Sean and I are like, we got one semester left, like mm-hmm. literally three months left in college. Whoa. And I'm, I'm, you know, like college has been a time of just like transformative growth in the Lord. And I've like discovered so much about myself and I've just been like set on fire for his kingdom. But I've been really like wondering like, what is life going to be like post-graduation? Right. And I've been asking myself if I didn't have, like the SPO community, if I didn't have like the brothers in my life, if I wasn't a part of like Catholic studies, right? Like if all of these things that like supplemented my faith and like supported my faith, like just were to like spontaneously disappear one day, like, I don't know if like, do I have the, like the truth, like the, the strong conviction in my heart to still live this life? Like, yeah. and, like is it, is it, is it a personal devotion mm-hmm. that I'm living myself that like mm-hmm. my, the choice for me to live, like live and love the Lord, or am I just doing it because my life just like it just surrounds my life that like we have morning prayer like there's daily mass with brothers and all that stuff like if I didn't have these things in my life like is that conviction still there mm-hmm. and John Henry Newman I'm taking a class with him or about him not with him but yeah I guess in, in, he's interceding but hey he's probably um, there he's probably there um, and I'm just learning about him and he has a sermon called the the religious use of excited feelings mm-hmm. right so he talks all about how like as Christians we experience like this this radical joy in this kind of just like transformation, renewal, right, in Christ, just yeah. like the joy of the gospel. But he talks about how the joy we experience isn't enough. Like like these emotions yeah. or like these feelings that we experience like aren't actually enough to change our life. Like like those things like actually supplement our faith and bring a lot to our faith. But like in the mass, like the mass, I don't know about you guys, like the mass isn't terribly exciting for me. Like there's not a light show going on. Like I used to be a Protestant and like go to a lot of like conferences oh, and yeah. it would just be like huge band light show like you know yeah. what I mean and it was it's all more of a concert yeah it was it was, it was, it was all emotional them, yeah. yeah it was it was all emotional yeah and like it definitely put me on a high I was like I was like yeah, yeah. I love the Lord this is awesome yeah but then I'd go away from that but I never like had the conviction in my heart 
to still choose this life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so like, I just want to talk to you guys about it tonight of just like, what does it, what does it look like to have Christian conviction as a man? And, like, yeah. and how do we live that out? Like, you know, that like mm. our convictions is what like, is what gets us out of bed in the morning. It's, it's what, it's what put, puts money on the table. It's what we do with our lives. Right. Yeah. And like, we can check the boxes every day, right. We can go through the motions. We can meet the requirements or we can do things with an actual conviction in our hearts and, yeah. and be obedient yeah. to the Lord like what he, like with what he's given us, you know? So what do you guys think? I think it starts in the dark night of the soul. Like, hmm. really, when you come to that point where, Eric, you were just talking pre-podcast about your, like, real acceptance or, like, the um, the ascent to the truth that's in hmm. the gospel. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think, you know, like, if at a certain point on my journey I was searching for truth, and I didn't know that was a person, Jesus. Mm. But mm-hmm. like, really, if you don't live for something, you'll die for nothing. Mm. I think that's a very true kind of colloquial mm-hmm. term but, mm-hmm. or statement. But it comes, yeah, it comes down to when you're in a desolate state, when you don't feel anything. Yes. And in your soul, you don't hear anything because mm-hmm. you're like, we're not hooked up to Jesus loudspeakers. Yes. Yeah. Like when you don't hear anything, you don't feel anything. That's when you need to be a man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where you need to step up and make that choice, you know. Mm. And I think that the as men in college, it is it's a choice, and it's a choice Absolutely. that we have yeah. to make every single day, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And like for me, it's like I've gone to so many events, I've gone on mission trips, I've gone yeah. to like conferences, right? Yeah. And like, do I feel equipped to live this life? Yeah, but like, have I made the actual decision to like live live this life? Because like the excited feeling we feel at worship, or the excited feeling. Maybe we feel in prayer, right? Like that will never by itself make us change our ways. Uh-huh. But like it's the obedience. It's like the settled conviction in our heart. It's like a deliberate decision, right? It's like yeah. a decision that we want to make to live this life. And it's actually something Newman talks about. Uh, like a quote by him is, uh, you did them ill before. You lived to the world. Do them well now. Live to me. So he kind of talks about how like mm. pre-conversion, like you guys like, like you did everything in the world that you were doing, but you uh-huh. did those things poorly because you weren't doing them with the Lord, right? Yeah. But now that you have the Lord, go back to that spot. Like he calls us into the world, right? That's yeah. so hard when when you're alone, though. I think yeah. mm. the points you were trying to uh, get across earlier on, like once you take away the easy access of community in college yeah. and the easy yeah. access of yeah. religious outlets, yeah. like you will be alone if you don't make hard attempts to get back there you know no so true and i think that the, i don't know what chapter in matthew it is but it's like like you guys are like going to be sheep among wolves yeah. like i'm sending yeah. you yeah. out as sheep among wolves and oh, like yeah. you will be tested mm-hmm. you will be thinking mm-hmm. and that's where we have to make our choices yeah. you know it's easy to say yes to god yeah. when yep. life is good we're in college yeah. we have yeah. this community but like mm-hmm. We're going to be tested. Well, he, Jesus says that in the gospel. Is yeah. it Matthew? Right? I think it is Matthew. Yeah. So like, I think it's so cool that the gospels were written that were, they could be so easily translated and put into practice back then. But even 2000 years later, right. That like the Lord actually mm-hmm. foresaw all of these things and he like predicted all these things. Like, like it is finished. The battle's over. Right. But like, but like world war two, right. So if you think of world war two, right. Like when did the war end? Are we talking strategically? 
Well, I suck at dates. So, so yeah, you can't well, no, no, ask no, no. Me. So, so, so my, my professor shared this with me today. He talked about how like World War II ended like on D Day. Like that was the beginning of the end. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was still a lot of hardships. There was still a lot of death and a lot of victory needed to happen before like the actual end of the war. It's like right? nine out of the ten episodes in Band of Brothers. Yeah. Seriously, so, yeah. Yeah. Keep fighting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. St. Catherine um, would always kind of exhort and commend the people she would be in correspondence with by saying, mm. Esto vir, mm. be a man. And like, oh, there are so many times, especially when we're alone and going through yeah. these. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys, but it's it's the mon- like the mundane moments and the drudgery mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. trivial mm. things that, shit, I just need to get done. And I, yeah. I lose my cojones. I lose my ability to like really yeah. Yeah. find meaning and find like manliness in those events. So mm-hmm. my kind of, like pushing along this line, how do we keep that conviction, Eric, Sean? How do we keep that manly, like the Mulan, be a man? <laughs> I think we just got to listen to that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but how do we just, esto vir, how do you just mm. be a man? Especially in these <clears throat> white urban yep. Yep. culture, yeah. everything is not true. There is no true. Hmm. Like where do we? Hmm. I think it's, it's just giving God glory, you know, giving God glory for those things and for your ability to do those little things, you know, hmm. whether it be like, <clears throat> yeah, okay, uh, like I just got like someone gave me a free coffee. Give God glory yeah. for yeah. that. I think that yeah. really centers you and it makes, mm-hmm. it kind of makes it not about yourself. Exactly. You know? And I, well, I think the Lord gives you small, simple things to help prepare you for those big things. Yeah. Right? Like Amen. it's actually, it's like choosing him in the, in the small things. So like when, like when it comes to those big decisions in your life, like, I mean, I've been talking about Newman a lot, but like Newman says the same thing about like this too. Like he talks about like pure obedience to the Lord of like every single day. So when it comes to like taking big risks or comes to making big decisions where others would be like, I can't believe you're doing that. Like, well, yeah. you, yeah. you're choosing to do that. And then like, yeah. To us, it's like, mm. like to like those that are devout and obedient and are like, yeah, I'm just following the Lord. Like, you yeah. know, I mean? it's just like an everyday thing for me. Like, yeah. so when I take these big risks, I trust in him. Like, Dude, I trust so... in his promises. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So that's kind of what you said in the last podcast. You kind of were talking about like God is in the present yeah. or yeah. no, no, no. What did you say? Like the, the will, the will of God is proved by just what's happening right now. By what happens, what's happening right now. So wow, if you're yeah. in accordance with God's will, and if you're praying, and if you're um, thinking of God and mm-hmm. making choices, the God's will is going to be proved in what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be in a nunnery or like yeah, you don't sitting in the Vatican to mm-hmm. be in a really yeah, joyful yeah. and like convicted mm-hmm. state. Yeah. yeah, and I think especially as like young, like idealist men it's so easy to have this inordinate desire for greatness like yeah even a nice lord of the rings analogy you know slaying sauron or throwing the ring actually into mount doom like it took frodo like five years one year of actually traveling four years of like being prepared and waiting in silence and like that and you think about the gospels too they mm-hmm. traveled they traveled for three years with this dude and they were just listening yeah. to him well i mean even before that um catherine just shared this with me the other day oh. of how my girlfriend by the way shout out shout out, shout out to, to the lady oh. um, <laughs> she she was sharing how a priest once told her in, in confession one time that 
like Jesus waited 30 years to begin his to begin his, oh, mis- wow. his, his, his ministry, right? Yeah. So like we're sitting here in college and it's like restless. It's like I want to just get on with my life. Like what am I waiting for? I want to go make impact now. And it's yeah. like, mm. like, what do you mean? Like Jesus spent 30 years like preparing <laughs> yeah. himself the time to spend to spend like wrong. three years to, to, to spend a what was it? tenth of that i don't know man yeah a tenth of that <laughs> in, in ministry like you know what i mean like yeah. that's crazy you know and it took a like not even him like the father didn't call him that was blowing my mind the father didn't pray to jesus and say now your time is coming. Yeah, yeah, it was mary it was mary it was a second cause hmm. it wasn't the father himself yep. it was yep. through the cause of a woman the pure woman mary yep pray to mary oh my gosh it's all coming together <laughs> yes she's the she convicts yes Yes, and uh, so so in another sermon by Newman, I'm just going Newman crazy right now because I'm taking a class on him, <laughs> studying for the test. <laughs> yeah, but um, he so in, in another sermon called Religious Joy, right? He talks about how like Christian discipleship like has to begin in humility, mm. right? Yeah. And how like like Mary was like the ultimate like humility, right? And, yeah. Like her fiat, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying so it's like oh like gosh. praying to Mary. And like and like receiving what the Lord has for you, for, like for you in in humility. Like so, anecdote. when you mess up a mass, like it's just humility. <laughs> humility. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, quick anecdote. Sean Healy's uncle is Bishop <laughs> Andrew Cousins. Yeah, yeah. And first off, he was this is this should be in banter, but I'm gonna say it. Uh, it's so cool to see your cousin, like your uncle, like that. He's a boss, by the way. Mm-hmm. He is. But he was saying how he went to an exorcism once in Rome, where he was with like the Roman exorcist, and this yeah. dude was like, they were with this. This woman possessed by a demon who was consecrated to the devil before she was born, oh. before she was baptized by her witch grandmother. So, like, this is some scary S-A-T. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And so she was, like, they were doing an exorcism. Bishop Cousins was there with the exorcist of Rome. And they put chrism oil on their lips. And the exorcist goes, like, okay, tell me a virtue of Our Lady. And the, the demon goes, like, no, 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 get out of here. What? In a no time, way. And, he, and he puts chrism again. He goes, tell me a virtue of Our Lady. And he goes, mutters whatever it is in Italian. Yeah, because they're in Italy. But he's like, yeah. humility. And then she's like, tell me another virtue. And he goes, immaculata, which means pure. And then yeah. she says, tell me the other one. She goes, she was. She always said yes, obedience. So it goes back to the three. Mm. Mary was oh. humble, yeah. pure, and obedient. Wow. Mm. So, and like, dude. Yeah. The, and the demons know that. That's why they yeah. hate her. Yeah. That's freaky crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, so even even going back to Mary's time, right? So like the angels appeared to the shepherds to like let mm-hmm. them know that like God was coming as man. Right. And that like, I think the most, like the most humiliating thing is God, the creator coming as, as a baby. Right. Yeah. Just like as completely dependent on a human. Mm-hmm. Right. Like how smelly how, danger, by the way. Yeah. And how backwards is that? Right. Yeah. And how like the Lord actually encounters the lowly. Like he, like, like the Lord revealed yeah. that truth. Like the Lord revealed the coming of his son to like shepherds that were just up at mm-hmm. night watching their flock. Mm-hmm. Like that's crazy. So I want to bring it back to conviction here. And they like, were the low they were the lowest. They were the lowest the low. yes, exactly. They were the outcasts. Yes, exactly. Because they, they wouldn't shower for like they wouldn't wash themselves. You yeah, know? Yeah. Like they, they had to be out. Yeah. They had to be mm-hmm. out with their sheep. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know? So I want to bring it back to conviction because another thing, you know, as a, as a senior, I don't know if Sean, you're experiencing the same thing, but like as I'm graduating, I'm about to graduate, I'm like, okay, what do I do with my life? Right? Yeah. Like I feel like in college, there's been a lot of opportunity, right? Kind of like a lot of limitlessness in a way, right? But like when you choose to do something after college, like it's, you get more and more limited, right? It's kind of like, you kind of like streamline into like, as you grow, right? As you get older and you make more decisions, you kind of like streamline yourself, like, right? And it's like, like you're on one path instead of like all these other things, right? But I also know that like true freedom comes within the limitations, 
Yeah. Right. So like the analogy of 10 kids playing on a cliff, right? So if, if 10 kids are next to a cliff, they're not going to want to play at all because they're afraid they're going to fall off. Right. Yeah. But if they had a fence around them, they could do whatever they want because they know the, the limits yeah. of their boundaries. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so I think like speaking of conviction, having these convictions in our hearts, right. But feeling limited kind of going out into the world, right. Like how do we, how do we do that? Well, like how do we, how do we receive this conviction this joy, this, these excited feelings from the Lord, right? And bring these into the world, but in a limited way, right? Mm. That comes to me, the first thought is discipline. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the root of pretty much anything in this line of conviction. Like you can't just feel, go left and right with the flow. You got to stay grounded. Yeah, you and do. Especially like we're talking about limit set freedom, but at the same time, like, with that limit, you need to be disciplined to it. You think about anyone in, in the military, and mm-hmm. anyone who's like at an ROTC or policeman or anyone who like serves their life for a greater cause tangibly that you can see. I think their like their entire routine is based on discipline. Hmm. And for us as like yeah. young men, hmm. that means staying disciplined to our commitments, staying disciplined yeah. to our prayer, Obedience. getting up. Yeah, and that sets you free. I mean, yeah. dude, Jocko Willink says discipline yeah. equals freedom. Yeah. Wow. So, and even just like a, maybe like a schedule or like, I like Derek Vett, shout out to Derek Vett. He, yeah, I, every single day you know. I freaking see him, he uh-huh. has like blocked off <laughs> uh-huh. every 30 uh-huh. like minutes. Dude, I'm, 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 I admire that. So I sat with my phone at work at like at Sitzman for like an hour today, just like planning my schedule. I was just like, yeah. and then like my phone had like four calendars. So it just kept on like repeating things. And I'm like, this is so frustrating. Yeah. I don't even care. Like I'm not going to schedule myself, <laughs> like whatever. But like, it's true. Like the obedience yeah. and the discipline is so huge. And I mean, I experienced that in the Catholic church, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's that, I think that's the beauty of the Catholic faith is because there is a lot of discipline. There's a lot of obedience that goes into that because it's not light shows. It's not huge concerts, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's the same mass every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's the tradition of two thousand years. It's the same sacraments, right? So like, how do we, how do we live out that conviction? How do we still receive that conviction in in what may seem mundane sometimes at mass? Hmm. I I don't know. Something I've been really trying to be convicted of lately in prayer is if you put yourselves in the shoes of the Father and like hmm. I might have said this last podcast, so forgive me, but. You want your child to be independent and you want your child to be strong and convicted. You don't want it to be always nagging behind your heels and saying, oh, is this what you want me to do? Like, yeah, 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 no. like if I yeah. was a dad, I'd say, son, hmm. I trust in you. Yeah. I want you to hmm. like just be you and be you fully. Like, mm-hmm. Go play in the sand. Hmm. You don't have yep. to ask my permission. Like, You'll get hurt. If you get hurt, I'll be there for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. like the what I kind of struggled with with um, – like marrying, asking Delexi to marry me, you know, because it's like, because God, like, I was just like thinking about like my dad and my relationship with him. And he's, and like, I don't want, my dad wouldn't want me to be like, okay, I'm like a senior. Can you help, can you help me find a wife now, dad? Yeah. He's going to be like, no, Sean, like Hmm. you're you're in college. You're, I've like, I've helped you this far. Now I want you to find a wife because I feel like you know what it's like and you know what you want and you know what you've desired and you've become more of a man. Mm. And I want you to like find a wife and bring her to me Mm. and be like, Hey dad, like I found this wife. Like I want you to share in that, you know, it's not like, 
I don't want my dad holding my hand and like setting mm. me up with ladies. You, you know, know what's, you know what's really cool about that is I think that's a whole new aspect of like our, our like our identity as sons, like of the father, mm. right? That like yeah. the Lord actually trusts us. Like he will like I mean he gives us authority, right? Like he like he bestows upon us son, like sonship, right? But there's a lot of trust that comes with that. Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's like like he like in like kind of what Newman was talking about of just like receiving this grace receiving this renewal but going yep. back into the world like the like the lord gives us these amazing gifts of grace and of renewal and redemption but he trusts us enough to go back into the world and, and bring that to them and he and yeah. he's always there for support too but he's not the, but he's not controlling soldiers man yeah, yeah. And i think about like the rights of initiation for men even in like african or eastern countries or anywhere pre christianity i don't know like way long time ago and you think about what these guys would have to do at Younger yeah. than our age, yeah. to drink actually, blood, yeah. like we've we've been feminized <laughs> yeah. in a very like real way. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. We have been castrated by a society that says, like, you know, you're not allowed to do any of this stuff. You need to hmm. follow the yeah. rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even the Catholic Church, it doesn't say that at all, but mm-hmm. I get this like even living in community, it's like, okay, <clears throat> I can't push boundaries. Yeah. I have to be very within a box, but no, I don't Hmm. Not just because you're not confined to a box in, I don't know where I'm going with this, but like, yeah, yeah. Freedom is freedom to choose the right not to do yeah. like something. I don't know. I, yeah. I mean, so like, so kind of what I'm getting is like, so there's conversion, yeah. right. And then there's conviction we experience and then there's a risk we take, right. In, in our obedience, or right. Like, 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 yeah. Like we take a risk. There's in, in our obedience and that's faith. Like that's, yeah. that's faith. You know, you know, it's like your faith. Faith is a not, it's not even rational. You need to make the leap of faith. Yes. Yeah. It, the leap of faith, the act of faith, you yeah. know, like crossing the chasm and trusting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that's the only point in the gospels where Jesus would act is when people, he, he would recognize their faith because yeah. they just see him. Your faith has saved you. Nazarene. Yeah. Your yeah. faith has yeah. saved you. Yeah. And he would yeah. look at the, the people in his own town and say, ye little faith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So. So my my biggest kind of like contrary to that, my biggest you know thing going against that, I think a lot of men, a lot of men in our in our culture settle, right? So like they like they experience all these yeah. things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they like and they maybe take a risk or they take two risks, right? But, but they, they get, get hurt. hurt. They get hit. You know what I mean? Dude, like okay. going back to John Eldridge here, right? But like it's kind of like they settle. So like what are what are some other excuses that people may have? <laughs> Most men live quiet lives of yes. desperation. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's like so like what are some excuses that, or that they you get may stuck. have to settle? They get a, like we a, do a addiction. We should do all the podcasts. Yeah. Mm. No, but I think that like men they they get defeated, you know? Yes. They have yes. addictions, that they, they run into porn or they run into mm. alcohol, you know, men mm. just and just like little demons that take little them away. demons yeah, and then absolutely. like the, this is just staring me at the face in the face right now. Matthew ten, whoever does not wait, whoever does not take up his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Hmm, whoever yeah. finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. That wow. was the gospel from today, Sean. It was. Did you know that? Are no. you serious? <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, hit it. That was literally the, the gospel story from today. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. But I think that, that like Holy men yeah. get stuck. Men get stuck, but like. Hmm. That conviction and that resilience mm-hmm. that we're a little bit of talking about. Well, it stuck out to me was the word daily. Take up your cross daily. Yeah. Yes. It's, Obedience. Mm. 
<laughs> discipline in yes. every day, and like and like the things that we do now, we should do for Christ. Because yes. like we're not we're like we're not called to do them for ourselves anymore. Not alone. Because like we've experienced this like excited feelings, these yeah. jo- like this joy. We've been yeah. invigorated. Now yes. it's time to run off of that and use the way the lembus bread, which is the Eucharist. Oh, <laughs> I feel like we just stumbled across something everyone has known. Well, years. you guys just you guys just experienced yeah. us discovering Thank that. Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, so the other thing I wanted to say was, um, oh my god, desolation and consolation, right? So, mm-hmm. like, consolation is 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 meant to bring us up, right? It's yeah. it's it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to experience the Lord, to experience that joy, right? To experience yeah. that that redemption, that renewal that I've been talking about, right? And then the desolation, though, that's when the discipline, and that's when the the what's the word I'm thinking of? Obedience, right? That's when it's most important. Yeah. Like that's why I, I mean. So I love sailing, right? Ooh. So imagine just like sailing out at sea, right? It's a beautiful day. The wind's just going, right? You got mm-hmm. the sail up. You're flying, right? Keels down, right? And then a storm starts coming up, right? And you're like, you you, you get kind of afraid because you see it coming, yeah. Right? But you just bat down the hatches. And yep. it's, it's not like you just let go of everything and just kind of like lose control, right? Because you're hoping for this feeling and you're, and you're hoping for the sun. But you keep right? sailing, But dude. you make the decision to sail still, right? <laughs> you just back down the hatches and you just hold on yeah. and, you, and you sail through that. Uh-huh. And that's, that's what desolation is. Yeah. Is, is the obedience. Yeah. Dude, for me, it's last set, best set. When you're yeah, on dude. your fifth set of squats and you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. My quads are toast. <laughs> yep. My glutes are dead. You make that your best set, dude. When yep. you're not feeling it, that's yeah. when you need to come out the most. That's when you're going to get the best version of yourself when mm. you break yep. through your limits. Yep. You're okay. uncomfortable. you got to be uncomfortable. you got to be uncomfortable. Lean into that mm-hmm. uncomfortability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just to come full circle, I don't think we can do any of this without conviction. No. Like, no. You, can't, you, you, can't, you can't get out of bed in the morning. You can't be lukewarm, the Lord. Dude. You can't be lukewarm. You can't, you, you can't sail through the storm. You can't lift up that, that, that fifth set. Without a conviction in your heart, because you're making the decision to do that yourself. Yep. Make your yes a yes and a no be no. Yes. And even if you want to say no, but your 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 heart's already assented to that yes, that's commitment. That's obedience. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because you feel like you want to eat a chocolate cake, but you gave up a gluten free diet. Oh, this is a weird analogy. But you need to stick with it. That's yes. how like mm-hmm. yes. That's how winning is done. It is. Yes. Authenticity, uh-huh. integrity, living a life of integrity, living the same way in every area of your life. Yep. Yes. We're we're kind of just throwing out these like esoteric terms, and we're we're going in a pretty circuitous route. But mm-hmm. basically, this comes back mm-hmm. to this gospel passage that you read, Sean. Yeah. I think that's you got to take up your daily cross. Yeah. And just walk with. Yeah. Because and and some days you're going to experience those excited feelings, and some days you're going to have an amazing day, but other days it's just going to be rough, and you're going to be yep. sailing through the through, through the storm. Yeah. And the, like the, like those excited feelings are meant to help us through these times. Honestly, yeah. like we're supposed to hold on to these graces. So like uh-huh. when you when you do experience like this this joy or or an excited feeling, right? Write those things down. Like yes. write, write what the yes. Lord is like, talking to you and saying to you, right? So when you when you are sailing through the storm and when you are mm-hmm. in the spot of like low like lowliness or like desolation, right? And yep. it's just kind of the Father just feels absent. Go back to those graces because like those mm-hmm. excited feelings are meant to help us. God is real. Yep. Jesus wants to speak to you. You just got to take up your cross and he'll be right there with yes. you. Yes. Yes. Yep. I just encourage you guys, pray for conviction. Yeah. Pray for the grace to desire love. Pray for the grace to desire conviction in your heart and everything will become easier. Obedience will be easier. Discipline will be easier. Mass yeah. will be more exciting. The sacraments will actually bring alive Christ in your life. That's all I got to say. Anything yeah. else? That was really well said, Derek. (laughs) Sweet. So you got Eric. Sean. 
no longer Jacob, but John. But John! <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Cheers. Peace.